You're listening to the Armchair Psychologists Podcast. My boyfriend, male 30, is incredibly upset I, female 28, want to split expenses in half versus a percentage based on income. Finding housing has become a nightmare. My boyfriend and I, male 30, female 28, have been together just over a year. While I'm neutral on the necessity of living together before an engagement and marriage, he believes it's an important next step, so we've started apartment hunting. My lease is up in October, and the owners are moving back in, so the timing works out. Mark, my boyfriend, currently lives in a studio-style place and spends about $1,800 on rent. I'm in a two-bedroom plus tiny office. I'm spending $4,000 on rent. Mark has a decent job and has no problems covering bills with a little left over, but it would be a stretch for him to go up in rent too much more than what he's currently paying. I make, for context, roughly five times the amount Mark does. Yes, I could pay more in rent than what I do, but I'm more interested in saving and eventually leaving this area, opening my own practice, buying a home, etc. Also, for context and background, right now, Mark and I split going out and our activities pretty 50-50. We take turns going out and planning dates, no real conflicts. I probably choose more expensive places and activities when I'm planning and paying, but it's not been a problem that I'm aware of. Anyway, Mark scheduled a number of apartment showings for us. He was super excited about this. Also, I let him take the lead. I assumed we'd be looking at places similar in size and cost to where I'm living now because he'd want to keep his cost similar or less than what he's spending currently. Oh no, so not the case at all. The whole first day was a series of luxury places brawling all over some of the nicest neighborhoods in the city. Average rent on the places we saw was between $6,500 and $7,500 a month. I didn't say anything while we were looking, but when we got back to my place that night, I asked Mark what the heck was going through his mind with those prices. He said he picked favorite places and neighborhoods first and figured I wouldn't mind upping my costs a little. But he had some options in the $5,500 to $6,000 range, too, that wouldn't even be a noticeable increase in rent for me. I was super confused at this point and asked him to clarify how he expected us to be splitting rent because the math just wasn't working for me. He looked at me like I'd asked the dumbest question in the world and said because he makes 20% of what I make, he'd be contributing to 20% of the cost, of course. I told him I completely understand and that some couples do percentage-based expenses, but if we're going to be sharing a place half and half, then he should not be paying for it half and half. We're not married. We're not even engaged. I'm not going to be gifting rent to him. He got upset because if we chose a place that he could still afford going half and half on, my rent would be going down and his would be staying the same. I agreed but pointed out that he'd be in a bigger place in a nicer neighborhood, so he'd be benefiting as well. Or we can choose some place less expensive for both of us. I also asked if he expected us to split things like utilities and other household costs with the same formula, and he said, of course. I told him comfortable with splitting expenses evenly. We didn't have to make the decision to move in together until much further on in our relationship, and I could just get another place on my own. Now, everything I suggest or say is met with coldness and sarcasm, like I told him I'm canceling his birthday or something. I get that he's looking at this from the perspective of what I can do, But just because I can doesn't mean I am comfortable. I'd understand if I personally wanted to upgrade into something that he couldn't afford, but it's just not that important to me. Am I remarkably out of touch and unfair here? I'd rather not fight about this if there's a perspective I'm missing out. 
but it doesn't feel right to me. How do I rectify this? Okay. All right. What do you think? Well, this one reminds me of like, some people just really surprised me because this reminds me of a Simpsons episode that I saw like 30 years ago. And in the episode, Homer <laughs> before Simpson, I was born. <laughs> before you were born, Homer Simpson is reaching into a vending machine and he's grabbing a candy bar and uh, trying to pull the candy bar out through the bottom, you know, through the where the, the candy comes out and uh -huh. he gets stuck. And he has to call the the fire department and they come over and they go, I'm sorry, sir, I'm going to have to just uh, cut your arm off. There's nothing else we can do. And he goes and then the guy goes, are you still holding on to the candy bar? And then everybody uh -huh. starts laughing at him because the whole reason he couldn't get his arm out is because he wouldn't let go of the candy bar. And it's like in this case, it's like, why are you holding on to this person? Like your answer is so clear just break up like what there's no way this is going to work like this is ridiculous like you're um he expects you to pay to only, he expects to only pay 20 percent of everything that you guys do when you utilities and everything and, and you're you make five times as much as him and and she's just putting herself in this really weird uncomfortable situation that is totally unnecessary like why do you have to live together let go of hey. the candy bar you know what I mean? So that's my little piece of advice. I, agree. I don't know. I agree, Jack. I I think it's I do understand doing a percentage based um, like a, a lot of people have been doing this lately where it's like more fair with the couple if you do it based on the percentage that you earn. And ultimately, I can see that like my mom and dad split things that way in a, in a way because my father makes a lot more money than my mom does. Um, and I can understand, but it's like the fact that he just assumed she would do that, first of all, yeah. without asking, it's like giving me big moocher vibes. Mm -hmm. And they've only been together like a little over a year, and he seems like he's in a rush to move in, which is kind of throwing up little red flags. Right. Um, I got that too. And I, I got Mimbo, I got Mimbo vibes from this guy. Yeah. She found herself a Mimbo. <laughs> yeah. And now she's like, how can I hold, keep this bartender, you know, on my side, by my side all the time, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it, I got those vibes from the situation. I got the vibe that she, that she doesn't really seem to care that much about the, about moving in or like progressing the relationship quickly. But I think she's just making a pitfall that a lot of women and people in general make in a relationship where you've already invested X amount of time in getting to know the person and getting into a relationship. So you just are comfortable and it's weird. Like, I think she was kind of blindsided. Um, right. As she said, it's not like she had noticed this about him. So I think, it's like weird and she doesn't really want to like go over something that seems like a one-off thing, but I think it's just the beginning. Like, I think he's showing his true colors now. I guarantee um, you um, I've staked my life to on it that her friends saw it already. You know, this moocher guy, like You're they're right. probably like, she's such, yes. he's such a moocher. What are you doing with them? And she's like, but he's hot, you know, or something like it's, it's all, I, I just get really. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a friendly guy. And blah blah. <sighs> I just it does give me horrible mucha vibes. The other thing that I was thinking about was would he be 
amenable to them than splitting household chores 80 20. Right. Yeah. You do all the work around. Right. I bet he wouldn't. I bet he wouldn't. I bet. Yeah. It's just like, okay, if I'm paying 80% of the cost, are you going to do 80% of the housework or at least 60% of the housework, at least a little more to compensate? I bet you he doesn't even want to do 20% of the housework. (laughs) Well, he's traditional. You know, he's a, he's a, a, a manly man, you know, a traditional man. Yeah. He's just um, going to let her pay. The bill. <laughs> yeah, in that case, it's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a feminism when it comes to the bills, but uh, you know, traditional. Um, yeah. I, of course. I, I just get the feeling it's like, you know, it's just, it's just like watching a car crash in slow motion. You're just like, you know, all the friends and the family members are probably just like, what are you doing? Why are you moving in with this guy? Like, this is crazy. You don't, you make, you're fine. You don't need this guy. You have the no. money to just take care of yourself. You're not engaged to this guy. You're not married to this guy. Why do you have to live with this guy? I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. If the guys, it seems like she's completely, you know, just doesn't even really care that much. You know what I mean? Like she's just kind of right. like, well, like, I, just, I have to live with this guy. It's like, you don't have to live with that guy. Live by yourself. You're fine. Yeah. Get a dog. Yeah, don't that guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing I noticed is that she said that after she told him that she expected to split things 50-50 and whatnot, he became cold and sarcastic, which I know we talked about this earlier in another, in a previous episode. Yes. Contempt is a big. One of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? Yes. That's what they and say. Yeah. I think it ultimately shows that he doesn't respect her or have like consideration for her. He sees her as like a financial ticket. Doesn't a meal care ticket. How she feels and he thinks that yeah, by be playing the cold shoulder on her and everything that he can manipulate her into agreeing what to do what he wants. Because it's worked so far. I mean, he's almost in a $7,000 apartment. Yeah. Like she's, you know what I mean? Now, he, okay, fine. I can't right. get the $7,000 apartment that you're going to pay 80% of the, the rent of. Um, you know, I mean, he's not going to he's not going to stop till he bleeds this this girl dry. She's going to end up in bankruptcy before she comes out of this relationship and go, oh, that was a toxic oh. relationship. It's like you wish you could intervene earlier for the for some people and just like I maybe she'll le- read the the comments and stuff and realize just how manipulated she's being and how she's being manipulated yeah. by, by this guy and maybe realize that she needs to set some boundaries like really really firm boundaries with this guy or just break up um yeah it, it just seems toxic i think she should just break up because ultimately you set firm boundaries with someone who's immature anyway it's like that's just who they are anyway so even mm-hmm. if you set boundaries you're gonna find yourself constantly fighting to maintain like why would you fight to make someone a decent human being or make them respectful to her. you could just discard them and give someone else's on your level i wouldn't you know? yeah i i absolutely wouldn't uh yeah it, it yeah. breaks my heart man because i think this girl is like she's she's got a a lot to offer she's obviously successful she has a good job um she seems to have a pretty decent head on her shoulder she just has this one huge blind spot when it comes to this relationship and uh this guy is definitely using her for her money and uh, she she should put the you know kibosh on that immediately. That's my opinion. I think so, too. So, yeah, I guess uh, she's not the asshole. I would say this guy is 
seem like a huge asshole. And I hope right. she does get her head out of her ass, though, and realize what a manipulative mooch this guy is. Absolutely. Uh, just get rid of him. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> All right, social AITA for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression. So I have a big family that's incredibly close. We have a big family. We have big family dinners every few months where we all meet at my great grandfather's estate (laughs) and eat together. Something tells me this guy's name is like something the third or the second, you know, um, Typically, how this works is the women go cook for the time that they're there and the men don't, which I'm fully aware it's sexist as hell. That being said, I am one of the youngest people in my family and my protests mean literally nothing. Some of those women choose not to cook. However, this is usually met with a level of ostracizing. The women who don't cook are wives and long-term girlfriends, so they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in. When I have seen new partners not cook, it's gone bad. Like completely ostracized, not speaking, uh, cattiness, rudeness, etc. This dinner will be in two weeks and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend. Initially, she said yes, which is great. I want for her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around. But when I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from, however... It was best for everyone if she just played along. I told her this isn't a permanent thing and that I am only asking her to do this so that she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of my family. This is her first impression and I don't think it's best if we cause waves. She told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that, she will not be going. I've tried to find a compromise with her on this, but she won't budge and she's pissed at me. She told me that I think it's acceptable to make her do this She told me, if I think that it is acceptable to make her do this, I'm just as bad as everyone else. While my point is that she needs to make a good first impression. Am I the asshole? Um, So I think he is the asshole. And I think the fact that he won't, he's claiming that if she doesn't follow the sexist tradition, she's going to be ostracized with his family and He's presenting it like that's the problem and not the fact that he doesn't have it in him to set some firm boundaries with his family and say, you're going to respect the person, my significant other, regardless of whether she wants to partake in this tradition or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I it doesn't sound like a tradition to me. It just sounds like it's something kind of like something toxic that this family has just gravitated gravitated toward it's just like this it's just kind of a pattern of behavior right that is really unacceptable and i mean imagine if you said okay uh we have a family dinner every right. uh every month where we uh just do lines of blow um just massive lines of cocaine off of uh grandpa's belly button or something you know what i mean it's like are you going to do that? That's insane. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's just crazy and, uh, and, and gross and, and all whatever. And so if you just replace it with some other ridiculous thing, it's like, maybe, 
it, it might not change their behavior, but by not participating in this, this thing that is toxic, um, you're at least you're not contributing to the problem. You know, this kind of go along to get along, like it doesn't matter if I say, you know, don't or do or don't or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it does. Like you not showing up would be a good like, uh, you know, a, a, a an example to other members, younger members of the family, younger cousins who are growing up that this is not OK. And so I think uh, stand by your girlfriend, man, like. uh yeah, stop being a mama's boy. It's crazy. Yeah. Stand by a girlfriend and you need to get some boundaries with your family because this is ultimately just going to be the beginning of many issues. If you want to have a long-term relationship or get married or anything in the future, if you know if you end up getting married with this woman and you have grandkids and your family starts behaving in sexist ways. Are you going to be okay with that? Are you not going to say anything because, oh, your opinion doesn't matter because you're the youngest or whatever excuse you want to make up. But ultimately, you're just saying, I'm not going to stick up for her. I'm not going to set boundaries with my family. And I prioritize my comfort over making sure that you're respected. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's no reason to, if she doesn't, the men don't have to cook, then Neither does your girlfriend if she doesn't want to. Maybe she doesn't, you know, have the skill set or doesn't enjoy it. I mean, maybe the people that are doing it really enjoy doing it, which is fine. I mean, that's that's there as long as they have agency in that situation. But it just sounds like in his mind, in this family, it's like um, it's right. almost like and a performative think- sexism. It's like, look how look at, in, our, in our family, we actually pride ourselves on our our sexism. Like, it's just a a kind of show of like, it's just very strange. I I don't understand it. Right. I don't get it either. I, uh, yeah, it could even just be she doesn't want to do it on principle because I think I wouldn't want to do that on principle. I would say this if I were her, I would say, if I have to cook something, you have to cook too. Right. Right. Ultimately, we're both cooking or neither of us cooking, but I'm not going to do all the work just so that I can look good in front of your family on some principle I don't agree with. And that sets me up to be treated in a way that I also don't agree with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll just, uh, I'll read one comment here just for, uh, to put a kind of exclamation point on here. Um, You're the asshole. Uh, This is from uh, Woostering Zeros says, why won't my girlfriend abandon her sense of self-respect so that she can establish herself as a subservient woman tool so that my sexist family won't mentally and verbally abuse her? She just doesn't get it. <laughs> so I appreciate the sarcasm there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100% correct. I know. Yeah. Yes. Ultimately, that is what he's asking. I'm glad that they someone spell it out for him that way because he needs exactly. to hear it. Absolutely. So yes, you if you go through with this, you are the giant asshole. Absolutely. This is the instinct to destroy. My 28 female partner, 31 male, invited his ex-convict, 33 male 
friend in quotations to live with us. And it's now getting out of hand. Wow. I can't imagine getting out of hand. (laughs) My longtime partner of five years invited without my permission, his friend who we recently developed a relationship with through church to live with us in our home two months ago. Initially, I was upset because my partner had been telling me about his new friend when he was first getting to know him at church. I don't go to church. And I found out that he was convicted of minor sexual assault charges eight years ago. I didn't think much of it until two months ago when I came from work and I nearly called the police out of sheer panic because his friend, who I had no idea what he looked like at the time, was alone in our house because my partner had apparently invited him to live with us and my partner left him alone in our house while he went to go buy additional groceries, living supplies for him to be more comfortable. Long story short, I managed to forgive him for all of this after we had multiple conversations in private about why he did this. However, I made him accept a condition of mine, being that if his friend even started to disrupt our lives, that he would have to move out. Well, his friend has been doing exactly that. I could give over 20 examples of what my partner's friend is to disrupt our family, mainly mine. My partner doesn't even seem bothered lives. But yesterday was the breaking point for me. I was in the shower and his friend walked in the bathroom without knocking and took a piss in the toilet despite the fact we have four fucking bathrooms in our house. And it took me literally screaming at the top of my lungs at him for my partner to hear and come into the bathroom and get his friend to leave. I expected my partner to be furious since his friend was violating privacy so egregiously, but he dismissed it when I got out of the shower by saying he obviously had to go, which I can't even believe begin to comprehend is just so incredibly stupid and not at all an excuse. Anyway, I'm currently crying as I write this because I don't know what to do. It's my partner's house, so ultimately he gets to decide who can live here, but I have lived with him for three years and been his partner for five, so I'm just so incredibly confused as to why he seems to no longer value my opinion or my life that has been turned upside down by his friend. What actions do I need to take immediately? Move out immediately. Get the Get Sorry, the F out of there. Get the yes. F out of yes. the house. Immediately mm-hmm. get somewhere safe. Immediately get somewhere safe. Get somewhere safe and also and just, yeah. I mean. Fucking hell. Think about this situation. I just can't imagine. And I'm so pissed at this man. What? Oh, no. Ahead, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted by this one because it's like when when given a choice between a sex offender and your girlfriend, you you're going to put the sex offender ex convict above her needs and comfort. It's crazy. Something is off here. Like, I, I don't know if they're, if that they have their relationship is more than just, you know, friends or something. I, something is very, very off, but whatever it is, your boyfriend's lost his damn mind and you need to get out of that house. It's a, it's a him or me situation. But I think at this point he's already made the decision, you know, he wants his, he would even, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I'm good. I was just going to say the fact he would even put a, an ex convict sex offenders, comfort over his girlfriend of five years is so 
like unbelievably delusional and insane to me that it just shows that he's not a life partner worth his salt. I don't care how much time you've invested in this guy. It's just proving to yourself that this there's something wrong with him. There's really Absolutely. something wrong with him. And thankfully, you've seen this now and you can leave permanently instead of getting married to this basket case. Exactly. Just, I mean, they're not married, right? They're just living together. No. You're 28 years together, old. So I would get yes. I, people when Young. they're 28, they freak out. They think they're they think 28 is is old. And it's like, no, 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 no. You've got plenty of time. Like you do not have to, you know, tie your, you know, rope to this uh loser. You know what I mean? This this guy's gonna drag you down like he's nuts. I mean, he doesn't respect you at all. Like that is that's such a uh, it, it it's just crosses so many boundaries and and the fact that this guy walked in on the show oh man i yeah it, it's so it's so ugly it's so gnarly i i don't understand it i don't get it you know that's not know. a stray dog it's a human you. being you know i know he doesn't care about you he doesn't respect you and he would put this ex-convict's comfort over yours it just it's so weird. And they said they met at church, which is just, I don't know what to think. Like, is her husband delusional? Is he one of these people who believes in like in Christian forgiveness? And and it's like, did he look up the, the charges? Cause all people who have been registered as sex offenders, you can look up their charges online. If he was imprisoned, I'm sure it was nothing minor. Exactly. It's it, And usually they plead those things down anyway. So it's, you know, it could be worse than what it actually says on paper, you know, what, I know. what they got him to and actually the, admit to could be a fraction <laughs> of what he actually did. So I know. And the thing that like totally just shocks me is that he didn't ask her at all before he moved this guy in. Right. And, you know, I mean, I think I think a lot of like ex-convicts go to Bible studies. You know what I mean? Like it's it's part of the American um, correctional, you know, like like part part of that is, you know, you need to get involved in a Bible study or something that you did in prison just to I think they do it out of, you know, because of boredom and things like that. And uh, but I, I just I don't think that means anything you know like i i don't care if you met him in the vatican in vatican city you know what i mean like it right. doesn't matter where you met this guy um he makes me uncomfortable and and her yeah. feelings are valid like that you she does yes. not need to um explain those feelings or anything and if this guy's judgment is so bad like you you dodged a huge bullet like be happy. It's like, oh my god, I almost married that freaking guy, that freak, you know, who's bringing home an ex-convict who comes walks in on me in the shower and doesn't even stick up for me when uh, the guy crosses boundaries and put me in this really precarious situation. Um, you, thank God, as a woman, you know, yeah, alone with this guy. It's like, fuck, I know. And I honestly think there's a lot of I know this is a controversial take, but it's true. There are a lot of predators in the church. And so a oh, lot yeah. of times people 
predators are everywhere and they often take advantages of organized religion and you know other organized groups like that because it's a chance to meet a lot of people and especially in religion it's a chance to meet a lot of people who believe in things like forgiveness and redemption even if you're ultimately not practicing what you preach it's a great place to take advantage of people absolutely so, they're preying on people's uh, generosity and and uh, forgiving spirit um but i don't think you're going to are you going to gamble on that one with your your girlfriend's well-being her mental health and possibly physical health um that's that's the that's what's because who's really who's really um taking the brunt of of this situation do you know what i mean like it's like right. he he gets the credit for being the the generous guy but she's the one who's in danger the whole time so really the sacrifice is uh is hers she's making the sacrifice so that her boyfriend can be virtue signaling to everybody in Bible study of how how great a guy he is, you know, how, uh, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, that that kind of thing. And, um, you know, maybe he should put himself in a really uncomfortable situation where he has to sacrifice, not his girlfriend. Um, it's very strange. Very strange. I know. Just a totally bizarre situation that I don't agree with at all. And yet, I think ultimately when she says, what should she do? She needs to get the hell out. That's her first yeah. immediate step that she needs to take. Um, and she needs to dump this guy and leave him with the trash convict that he wants to live with. Because right, ultimately, he doesn't care about if she leaves or not. So I guess he's choosing his new life partner. I mean, and there's some truth to like, why, why do you want to re like why would you want to put someone in that situation unless ultimately you like uh, something about it? Like when men do things like that, like if men are friends with rapists and things like that, it, it makes women question, I think rightfully where your loyalties lie. And if you are, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Also, yes. Why are you looking so kindly upon someone? It's just weird, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're. Um, I, I I don't uh, understand why in the world this guy would be willing to take a sex offender, bring a sex offender into his house to be around his uh, his girlfriend. It, it's just, it, and the fact that he would he's willing to take that risk. Maybe it's fifty fifty. Maybe it's twenty eighty. You know, with like eighty percent chance, nothing will happen. I wouldn't take that risk if it was one scintilla of, you know, of, of an opportunity or chance for, for something to happen. It, 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 you, you have to protect those that you love, you know, and it, it's just, it's such the opposite of, of your, all my instincts are saying, watch out. And my heart is beating out of my chest. It's like, like a horror movie. And this guy is just blithely going around long with his day. Like, look how great I am. I'm such a good guy. It's all about him. He's it's very narcissistic, actually. That's um, true. I think it is really narcissistic. And it's ultimately it's it's like heavy emotional neglect. It's almost like I don't want to say it's emotional abuse, but it's verging on something weird like that to see your partner have like a breakdown and cry over what this man is doing to her and just being like, yeah, it's cool. And just totally ignoring her feelings. It's it's like bizarre and disturbing. 
Um, I got a comment from Blinky390. Um, and I think uh-huh. this person says exactly what we we said here. Get out immediately. Stay with a friend or at your parents' house, wherever you can. Go to a hotel if you can afford it. The bathroom incident was intentional. He's pushing boundaries to see what he can get away with. He already went into the bathroom knowing you were naked in there. You flipped out, but your do- partner downplayed it. So now he's wondering if your partner will believe you if he escalates. What happens if he goes into the bathroom when your partner isn't home to hear your screams? Leave now. So I think they nailed it. Wow. Like that's exactly right. Yep. It was not an accident. That was a that was a pushing boundaries. How much can I get away with before you know he commits another sexual assault? Um I it's it's really person edited their comment further down and said um it says i was raised in a deeply religious family but even christian forgiveness has its limits the church is a perfect place for predators to hide because everyone is inclined to see the good in them due to religious beliefs refuse to come back until this guy is gone and your partner explains himself and assures you it will never happen again it almost seems like they're planning something there's four bathrooms and he couldn't hold it in to get to another is he a potty training toddler or something this is crazy yes ultimately i completely agree and I wouldn't come back. You know, she's only 28. She's young. No kids. Yes. They're not married. No reason to stick around with a guy like that. Find somebody else. I swear. I know you spent five years. Great. A great five years. 23 to 28 are some great years. Um, but you haven't wasted them. You've enjoyed them. And now you've seen this guy's true nature and that he's wacko. <laughs> Just dump him. I don't yeah. care how many. I don't care you 20 i did i honestly wouldn't care if this was like a 20 or 30 year marriage i would think this much i absolutely think this is an absolute deal breaker i what i wish for is i wish that our op from our first uh the first segment and the third segment those two women would drop their their boyfriends rent an apartment together in the city and just you know girl power like you know have some Yes. Just enjoy your life, you know, like you just work and, and don't worry about the man, the relationship thing. It's it's not it'll uh, there's better men. These these people are losers, you know, God. Devastating. I know yeah. nasty, gross. I mean, and, and it's just like it makes you wonder what else this man has done up to this point. Like this is just the biggest eye opening thing, but it just makes you think that it's like his behavior is also escalating or something. Um, yeah, right. I mean, in, indirect form of violence and aggression in a way, because you're exposing your partner to this really risky, unsafe situation. And it's hostile. It's like you're creating a hostile environment for her. It's, you know what it reminds me? It's like, it. It, it's like I, I got a new pet tiger and it's going to be living in our house. And as long as you feed the tiger, you know, it probably won't kill you. You know what I mean? But there's this like right. lurking danger around every corner because you just okay the the lion or the tiger is in the in the kitchen now it's in the family room but it's always this like danger and anxiety level is just escalated to this such a, a ridiculous point and he has created this whole situation like he invited it into his house he he didn't he invited it into their house 
Um, she, you know, didn't ask for this or she didn't do anything. It's just completely created and out of thin air, this problem. And, uh, yeah, get, get the F out of there. Absolutely. Like, I do want to point out one more point of contention that I noticed is that she said it's his house and he can decide who lives here. They've been together for five years. Right. I don't know if she puts any expenses towards the house or not. But in a partnership where you've been together for five years and living together for three years in the same house, it's so it's so weird or stands out. to me. You think of this as his house in such a concrete way. Does that make sense? Like, right. Oh, and it's, it's not, this is not all the shots in his house. Right, and it's not her idea. He's the one that that put this idea in her head. I think, like he's. You imagine him saying this. It's my house. Right. You know, several times. Like, you know, because it's almost like right. a. It was almost like a knee jerk reaction when she said that. It's like, you're, you, you. She's been conditioned to say, you know, if someone invites you to live with them, that's like, you know, that that's a serious relationship. And so, you know, most people say my house is your house, right? Yeah, like, I mean, this oh, is, yeah, yeah. You, so, you got You have to have enough respect for the person that you're inviting to live with you as your long-term partner to respect what makes them comfortable and not put them in a hostile living situation, which obviously he doesn't care. So it's just crazy to me. But yeah, she, it's you know, yeah, flags. dump this yeah. asshole. Dump this asshole. Good. Yep. I know. Dump this asshole you know you're young um even if you weren't young uh, the world is your oyster and the sooner you get out the better your life will be i'm sure you're gonna look back and realize this isn't the craziest thing he's done it's just like the boiled frog thing where like they just keep raising the temperature until you don't even realize the water is boiling right (laughs) so i exactly that's a great point i think that's exactly what but hopefully this is like the straw that breaks the camel's back like finally you're going to get out of there and just ghost this loser. He's out of his mind. Yeah. I know. All right. So big asshole. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, go ahead and uh, send us an email. If you have a comment or uh, you want, if you want to give us uh, an example of a, am I the asshole post, you can send it to our email armchair psychologist podcast at gmail.com armchair psychologist podcast at gmail.com and yeah we'll uh we'll catch you next week thanks everybody bye-bye the species called man does have any relationship with god it's because he alone is able to undo god's work i don't say he does it maliciously or on purpose that is, other creatures were endowed with the instinct to survive. We seem to have been endowed with the instinct to destroy. I think I could turn him without him. They do not lie to me, they are. They do not make me sick discussing their duty to God. Not one of them one yields to another. Or to his own kind, not one of us once respect respect.